1: hi guys welcome back to another episode of from blended to besties podcast we are on episode number seven and today we're going to be talking about is, is it like mental health stigma or moms going through mental health i think
0: it's more like our mental health journey
1: yes mental health journey um just talking about the things that people feel like they don't have to or they can't talk about it because of the mental stigma that there is out there. Um, but before we get into that, we are going to the Taco Fest this weekend. We are, if you guys? Tacos and margaritas. Yes. If you guys are in Tampa, I don't know. I don't believe this is the first one that they're doing. Um, it's the first one that we're attending because you haven't been to it before, right? Apparently
0: there's two of them. There's like going to be one in March too. Really?
1: At Ray J. Say less. I like how no one's doing it around, like, Cinco de Mayo, though. I know. Like, that would be a taco fest. Um, so if you guys are over there and see us – oh, this is going to be afterwards. Never mind. Yep. Never mind if you guys <laughs> saw us. <laughs> Hopefully you all said hi. I forgot that um, this is going to be in advance.
0: So anyways, never
1: mind. Just kidding. Backpacking on that one. Oh, my
0: God. Oops. Backpacking.
1: I can't with you. It's backtracking. I said backtracking. I'm going to
0: play this back. I like a show of hands that heard her say backtracking.
1: <laughs> I could have sworn I said backtracking. I can't with you raising your hand. None of the cats raise their hands. So it's just me. getting preoccupied. So
0: um, we are very transparent about our mental health on social media. Um, if you guys don't follow us on any other platform except for the podcast, um, we both struggle with anxiety and depression um, in one form or another. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very open on it. And so we figured, you know, why not talk about it? We're two moms, um, fairly young. We've had it for how long have you been?
1: Girl, my life. <laughs> I never realized. I thought, I guess it was normal back then. I, Like I told you, I've had a therapist since I was a teenager. So um, yeah, I thought it was like a common thing. I didn't know there was a stigma or you don't talk about that until I was an adult and realized like everyone else kept their own like little like skeletons in the closet and I was like why why is it such a big deal to like talk about it
0: isn't it crazy how like um looking back on, like, your childhood when you were younger and stuff and like remembering certain things and you're like damn I did have anxiety back then but like no one knew or like your your, your parents didn't talk about it or catch it or whatever like yeah like you look back and you're like that I wasn't weird I had social anxiety or like oh, I, I was going through this, it was – that definitely contributed to my anxiety or – That was anxiety.
1: I think, yeah, when I was younger, you know, my parents just, you know, tried to say that it was, you know, just going through a kid thing yeah. or if I was just, like, doing something, I was making something up or whatever. I think it wasn't until I was in a, te- uh, a teenager in high school that I was, like, genuinely struggling with certain things. And my mom was like, I can't help you, mm-hmm. but you should, like, go get help and you should talk to someone. Um, and that's when she brought up like a whole therapist thing. And I was like, oh, well, like, okay. And I thought that was like what you do. You go and talk to someone. But when I would tell people, like, yeah, I'm going to go see my therapist, they were just like, <gasps> why are you like telling other people that? And I'm like, why Why not? Like, why is this supposed to be a big secret? Like, am I supposed to not tell anyone? Like, it just threw me off because I thought it was like, yeah, like, this is what you do. Like, I needed help. I was struggling with some things and I sought help. And people were just like, you don't, don't, don't tell people that. Were you
0: on any sort of medication when you were a teenager? Not when I was a teenager, no. I was not. I just went to like go talk to
1: somebody. Yeah, I think I would talk to the therapist weekly just to like get my feelings out. My mom wanted to make sure that I was talking to someone. That's smart. Good for your mom. Um, but yeah, people were like, "Shut up, you, you, Janet." <laughs> <laughs> people just thought. and I think a lot of people thought they were like, if you tell other people, people are gonna think you're crazy. And yeah, was like there's just, something wrong. Yeah,
0: with like wh- like I think you know, especially when I was a kid, like if I knew someone or. We heard, you know, like, oh, they got sent away with Baker Acted or whatever, yeah. but, you know, we didn't call it Baker Acted. We, got, we called it, you know, being sent away or whatever. It was, like, they were crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, there was something wrong with them. Like, you know, like, the whole, like, straight jacket kind yeah. of situation is if you were going to see a therapist, like, you were... You were psycho or yeah.
1: something. That's what a lot of people were saying. Like, they would be, like, I'm trying to look out for you. Just, like, don't say it. I'm, like, but why? Like, I know. I know I'm not crazy. Like, being crazy and what I'm talking about in therapy are, like, two completely different things. Yeah. Like, what? And... I was just, like, that was the first instance that I was, like, we really, like, shouldn't be talking about our mental health. But, like, mm-hmm. then you see all these people who are, like, hurting themselves and going through things and, like, they had no one to talk to. Yeah,
0: like, the amount of kids that I knew personally in school that were, like, cutting themselves, or I guess we should use, like, a trigger warning on here. If you're sensitive to any of the things we're going to be talking about um, could range anywhere from self-harm to yeah um, mental health and other things, you know, I would, I would click away. Yes. Leave a review but click away. Um anyway, uh yeah, just like hurting themselves and everything and it was just like, you know,
1: turn the blind eye.
0: Like it's it's it was like normal. Yes. Yeah. But turns out it's not.
1: Yeah. It was not <laughs> <But a>, okay. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw any of that in school. Actually the two biggest I guess negative effects of mal- mental health that I saw was when Robin Williams and the Lincoln I forgot the Lincoln Park guy, his Chester name. Ben- yeah, when they both had passed away because of their mental health, that's when I was like, why is this, like, not a bigger deal than it's supposed to be? Because I was just, like, completely shook. Like, this is what happens when people don't deal with mental health. Because Before then, I never knew anyone else with mental health. Like, it was just, like, everyone's living their best lives. No one's struggling. Mm-hmm. When I saw those two things and people were, like, explaining and I did my research to see what was going on, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I was so affected about it. Like, I have no idea how much... It yeah, would have
0: bothered me as much as it, it did. All. Like, I was, he just seemed like, and that just shows, like, you never know what's going on behind closed doors, but he just seemed like the happiest, like.
1: He had a good life, like, he was always so cheerful, but people, yeah, exactly what you said, people don't realize what you're going through. Yeah. Um, But I've always been very open. Like, if people didn't like me talking about it, that's all numb. I have no problems, like, telling people when I'm going through a depression phase, when I feel like I'm having anxiety, if I'm not in the mood to, like, do something, I'm just, like. I'll tell you. I'll let anyone know. <laughs> Excuse me. I have an itch in my throat, and my energy drink is not uh, quenching it. I thought um, you were flashing people. <laughs>
0: and I'm also apparently I like my grombomb's like a whole thing over here. Of course, whenever we start filming, my eyelashes like <laughs> itching my inner. Ah, I'm coughing. Like I'm going through a moment. Um. So I was the opposite. Like I got cat hair all over my face, and I did TikTok with Oliver and I rubbed him in my face. There's cat hair flying everywhere. Like it's a mess over here. I'm sorry to people on YouTube. Um. So I didn't know about mental health or anything like that when I was younger. Like, you know, looking back now, you know, hindsight is 20-20. Mm -hmm. I I see how much I definitely could have benefited talking to somebody. Um, But I I didn't know up until I was diagnosed with postpartum depression for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, I have always had anxiety, now knowing what it is, ever since I was younger. Um, But... I had horrible anxiety. I think it really, really, really started getting bad. It was manageable up until I was pregnant with Michael. Mm-hmm. And something happened when I got pregnant with Michael. Um, and my anxiety was just horrible. Like, mm-hmm. to the point where I couldn't even go shopping in stores. Mm-hmm. Like, people being around me, crowds. I, I, I just I couldn't even. Like, I remember walking into a forever 21 with Mike and I went in there to go get an Easter dress and I literally walked in the store, got so overwhelmed and just like started having a panic attack and like I left.
1: Overwhelmed like by the people or just like the environment just in general?
0: overwhelmed by the, there, there's so many clothes and yeah. so unorganized in there. Like I couldn't find anything. Like I just, I, and I left and I like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I just can't do it. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't be in there. And then it started happening at the grocery store. And it just started happening so much like I wasn't even really leaving the house. And, of course, since I wasn't leaving the house, my uh, regular depression started while I was pregnant. And your body's changing so much. And as we discussed in our confidence podcast, you know, like I was already like so insecure and everything about my weight changing and my body changing. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in my life, you know, I was finally, you know, the way I wanted to look. And now, you know, my body's changing and I'm gaining weight and my body's getting stretch marks and, you know. And plus all the hormones and everything, like, it was just, it was a, a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. So while I was pregnant, my anxiety was at an all-time high. Still didn't know it was anxiety. And I was severely depressed the whole time I was pregnant. Um, my marriage was starting to fall apart. And now I'm newly pregnant. And I know, like, damn, I can't get out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had the baby. And uh, knew I didn't want to get pregnant again right away, so I had Michael. And when you give birth, your body releases all the hormones or whatever that you had during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. A couple, I think it was like two or three weeks after giving birth, like going through all of that, going through the depression that I had. I decided to get the Depo shot, which is what they inject you with a bunch of more hormones mm-hmm. on top of all the other hormones that I had in there. And girl, I went crazy, like crazy, legit crazy, like, I ended up having a nervous breakdown, like, not a figurative nervous breakdown, like, an actual nervous breakdown, Mm -hmm. like, legit nervous breakdown, um, worst point of my whole entire life, and didn't have the support from my spouse, didn't have the support from my family, didn't have the support from my friends, because I had, like, closed myself off because of my depression and my anxiety, I wasn't leaving the house, it was the the, the worst time of my entire life, Mm -hmm. um, and then, on top of that, got diagnosed with postpartum depression, which was also horrible couldn't connect with the baby couldn't breastfeed I think it's because of just so many hormones and everything going on in my body I really wanted to breastfeed I can only breastfeed for like two weeks to the point where I was literally pumping so much to try to get something out for Michael that I was mm-hmm. bleeding like there was blood in the bottles um so went through postpartum depression still not knowing what any of this was I was just knowing that like I, I wanted to die like mm-hmm. literally wanted to die um didn't have anyone to talk to, didn't have anyone to turn to, and, you know, had my nervous breakdown, and then I went to the doctor for my postpartum checkup, they put me on a medication, the first medication was Zoloft, it made me suicidal, and then the second one that I went on was Celexa, and that one helped, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I told the doctor flat out, I was like, I think there's something wrong with me, like, I I don't feel right, I'm not connecting with my baby, and my baby doesn't like me. doesn't like me and you know I don't like my baby I mean to be completely honest and that is the worst feeling in the entire world feeling like you don't like your baby and you're not connecting with your baby like you're supposed to be a mother yeah and it just was the worst feeling in the entire world and none of the
1: doctors told you that that was a possibility because I know I see it now like people say that it's normal if you don't like your own baby or yeah I mean
0: I didn't know that Because I didn't have, like, an actual, like, doctor. Like, I was on Medicaid. Mike and I had no money back in the day. Like, Mm -hmm. I was on Medicaid. I saw a different midwife every single time. Like, I didn't have the same doctor. So no one, like, sat me down and was like, hey, this week you're going to be going through this or whatever. Like, it was a new face every single time. Yeah.
1: You can't connect with the doctor who actually knows what you've
0: been going through. Yeah, exactly. So I went in, um, ended up finding out that I had postpartum depression and was put on the medication. Medication did help. Um, I was on it for, I think, like, seven or eight weeks. I don't know, seven or eight months, something like that. And then ended up, like, weaning myself off. My depression, I haven't had anything bad like that since then. Um, just kind of – my anxiety, though, that never changed. Like, my anxiety is still really bad to this day. Your anxiety is
1: here every day. My anxiety
0: <laughs> is my, – my depression, I go through spots Like, Tiffany and I – I don't want to say it, it's something that we bond over, but <laughs> –
1: not that we, we bond like over, but we lean understand. On each other. Yeah, I feel
0: like <laughs> we connect through our depression. I know. No, I mean, like seriously, like we'll text each other and be like, "Hey, you know," or not text each other and be like, "Hey, you know, sorry, I was going through." Yeah, you know, things. Um, and you know, we understand we both go through it. But mm-hmm. um, I didn't get it as bad again the second time the postpartum depression. But again, you know, my body changed a lot, and I'm still dealing with my body image from Bryce, because Bryce fucked my body up, man, I mean, really, girl, at least with Michael, like, I don't know if it's because I was so young, but my body was able to, like, bounce back, but Bryce, like, my hips are, like, a million times, it doesn't matter how skinny I am, my hips are not, they're not going back down, like, them, them bitches are expanding, okay, <laughs> like, uh, stretch marks, my tits are, like, down, to, I have any boobs, okay, my tits are down to, like, my belly button, I could wear a push-up bra, like, one of those Victoria's Secret triple push-up, Bitch, and I still got no cleavage, okay? I can't with you. I'm still struggling with that, just, you know, body dysmorphia, which is also, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of think I struggle with that a little bit, too. That's a whole other mental illness.
1: That is. That's an issue because it's it's only you that deals with it, and I think that's hard with all of the mental illnesses when people say that it's like, well, you don't have it that bad, or why are you having anxiety over this, or why are you depressed over that? It's like, I get that someone else can't see it, but, like, it's still very real and very stress-inducing to someone who's going through it. Mm -hmm. Like, I had my first panic attack, like, legit panic attack. I think I was 18. And I remember vividly calling my mom. And I was like, I'm getting chest pains. And I was like – and I told her, like, all the symptoms that I was having because I was home alone at the time. And she's like, you need to call 911. I think you're having, like, a heart attack. Your mom, I can't Uh, Yeah, she was, like, freaking out. And I was freaking out as soon as she said that because I never went through chest pains. And I was like, oh, my God, we do have, you know, heart issues in the family. And when I called, they came – there was three little, three little, three guys, not little guys, the <laughs> firefighters who came to the house and they put the defibrillator on me and checked and stuff. And they were like, what are your symptoms again? And I told them. And they're like, yeah, those are the symptoms of a heart attack. So I was like freaking out because I was like, does that mean that's what I'm having?" And they're like, that's also the same symptoms of a panic attack. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? And they're like, yeah, they're the same exact symptoms. It's just two very different things. And he's like, you're just having a panic attack and I was like oh god and I was like am I going to be okay he's like yeah it's fine he's like but you probably should go like talk to someone or get on top of medication and that was the first instance that I ever realized like what a panic attack was mm. and I was like oh my god like I never want to go through that pain again that was terrifying um and then having the freaking fire department come to my house and like have to check me out Unless just to be told you tits this time <laughs> <laughs> i guess <laughs> But, yeah, it was it was a terrifying, terrifying thing. I didn't take any type of medication or anything until a couple of years ago when I told you that I was, like, I should take something. And I can't even remember what the medication it was that I took.
0: Yeah, I've only been on medication for anxiety once. Um, I, I go through spouts when it's, like, really bad, and I kind of know, like, my triggers now to try to – because that was another thing is I didn't know what triggers were mm-hmm. and, or what my triggers were. Um, so I kind of know, like, I can sense when it's coming and when my anxiety is getting bad, Um. And I try to let the people who are in my life a lot know what they are too. So if they see me doing something, because, you know, it builds up yeah. for me at least. And then one day it's just, like, out of control and I'm having panic attacks. Travis has only seen me have a panic attack once. Mm-hmm. It was actually when we were coming back from the beach one time. We, we all were. Oh, yeah, you told me. Yeah, I had a panic attack in the car and he was, like, he doesn't. he's never had, like, anxiety or depression mm-hmm. or anything. And then, you know, he's got it all balled in one, marrying me. So he saw it and was just, like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, this is what it's, and we were already married for like three years or something when he saw it. Yeah. um, Yeah, it's no fun for sure. Like, I definitely, sometimes I feel like I should, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I feel like I can manage it now. I mean, we'll see, but.
1: Yeah, I think now I do more like. Trying to, especially, like, when I, when we were talking about, maybe was it the last episode or something, like, staying at home allows me to, like, dig myself in that hole when you're, like, mm-hmm. having a bad day of just, like, getting out and doing something because if I stay in that hole, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not doing mm-hmm. anything, um, and it just gets difficult. Even trying to do, like, regular tasks that normally I can get done, you know, five or ten tasks in a day, I'm struggling to get one whole task done. yeah. It's just, like, forcing myself to do it or, like, trying to, like, have other people, like, do stuff with me. So it's, like, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for someone else, and that makes mm-hmm. it a little bit easier. Um, because, yeah, I would rather do that than to get me put on medication. Not that I think medication is a bad thing. I Yeah, just, it's definitely not. I don't want to be on it if I don't have to. And I've been on it when I needed it, and then I got off of it when I didn't need it. Um, I just would rather find other alternatives to just help out.
0: Exactly. And that's how I feel too. And it's also why, you know, I feel like it's so important to lean on someone. And that's, I'm really, really, really guilty of that because I hate asking people for help. I'm always the first person to volunteer to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like if you even mentioned, you know, hey, we might be going out of time. Like, do we want to watch your dogs? If she's ever sad or, you know, she meaning Tiffany. Me. Like if she's having a bad day, I'm like, do you want me to come over in your house? Do you need to, Do you need me to get you something? Do you want me to come be something like I'm always that friend but I'm never that person to like ask for it because mm-hmm. it's just it, I hate and that's my anxiety I already know this when I used to go to therapist you know he's already told me all this but it's my anxiety wanting to not wanting to burden people but um, I know you're always like
1: I got it it's I'm okay, okay. It. Yeah, yeah exactly kind of no thank you
0: explode. <laughs> and then it's like you know well, if I just would have reached out but yeah like I know you know her well enough now to know, you know, we're, we're kind of one in the same where, you know, we both need to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. And thankfully for us, like, we don't really get depressed at the same time. I feel like it's either one or the other. And then the other Luckily. one is, like, on a high yeah. where it can pick the other one up. So we made a, you know, a resolution this year. Actually, I did, and I, like, forced her.
1: You did. Well, be out I was more. like, we're
0: going to be out more. Like, we're not sitting in the house. Like, even simple things, like, when we're on social media, like, instead of sitting in my house, you know, filming, I'm like, no, we're going to be out somewhere. Like, today, we're going to be out at a little beach that's by my house. Um, doing, yeah, just getting out of the house, you know, going to the store, going shopping, like, we're, we're not going to be sitting at
1: home because that's where, you know, you, can, you tend to get dressed. It allows you, yeah, it allows you to kind of get in your feelings yes. and... It's yes. even harder to do that. Absolutely. So what are
0: some of your symptoms of anxiety? Like, how do you know you're getting anxious?
1: I don't get a lot of – How do you deal with it? I don't think I have a lot of anxious or anxiety more than, like, I make up scenarios in my head. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could be sitting down and make scenarios up in my head, and then it kind of, like, freaks me out and worries me. But anxiety is probably not – I think that's manageable. It's the depression when I feel like – when I, like – I know if I'm, like, struggling to get out of bed and it hits, like, 12 or 1 and I still haven't, like, brushed my teeth or brushed my hair or anything. And I'm, like, oh, no, like, this could be the start of it. I know when, like, Michael comes home from school and Mike comes home and I don't even want to talk to them. I'm, like, I'm feeling it. So then I, like, would have to get up. And I started telling Mike um, as of a few years ago. I'm, like, I this is not a good day for me. I'm, like, I'm yeah. not there mentally. So I need to, like, to know that. I was, like, you're going to have to take over other things. And then he has to remind me, like, if I am sleeping in bed for more than two or three hours, like, hey – Move to the couch or move somewhere else because, like, you're just going to be there for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah, I think you definitely lean more on the depression side and I definitely lean more on the anxiety, anxiety. side. Like, there was, like, well, I know when you're getting into your depressive modes because I can tell, like, you know, our stuff on social media is not getting edited or, hey, you know, where's this? And you definitely need someone to be like, hey, I'm you so know, like get up I'm so, like,
1: uninterested. Yeah, yeah, like, I like just drop on every it? single ball that I, I have in the morning because she's like, oh, I'm going to start waking up at 7
0: o'clock in the morning. I'm going to – I look at her Facebook and see the last time she logged in because that's the first thing you do, bitch, is check your phone. I'm like, if she's not on Facebook, I'm going to call her. I'm going to text her. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I just – I get no motivation to do anything. And I was actually – I saw it on the news yesterday. They were comparing, do you have depression or do you have burnout? And I was, like, maybe that's, like, what I need to – because if you have burnout for so long, it turns into depression. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, maybe that's what I need to start conquering because I probably do have burnout with the whole, like, as soon as you wake up, you're dreading and exhausted for the whole day. Like, I'm – yeah, I'll wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning, and I'm, like, I'm ready for bed. Like, I'm ready to be done and over with. Anything I was excited for for that day, I'm not excited anymore. And it just, like, sucks because it takes, like, away that, like, feel-good mood.
0: Yeah, but yeah, and it, that's the hardest part. I feel like, especially, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but for you and for me, is just getting up and getting the shit. Once once you get started, like get up out of bed, put some makeup on, get out the door, then it's like fine. You're like, oh, I'm really glad I came. Once but, you're out, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, but you have to actually like get up.
1: Yeah, it takes me hours to just get out of the house if I'm like not in the mood to. Oh, you. like
0: the hour you were late today. Yeah, <laughs> completely.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I definitely lean more on the anxiety side. I mean, you can definitely see,
0: like, the physical symptoms of me getting anxiety. Like, you can see in our photos and stuff, but I have hair that's, like, a million times shorter. It's not because my hair breaks because, obviously, my hair is all blonde back here. Mm -hmm. I have no breakage. It's because I throw my hair.
1: I pull my hair. If they could only see the amount of times I hit your hand from playing with your hair in the car. She always does that when she's anxious. I've been trying to smack her hand to, like, help her hair.
0: Yeah, because I hate it. I hate it that, you know, my hair is breaking off and everything, and it's just, ugh. I get a lot of anxiety while driving. I hate driving. Like, I I despise it. I don't drive any chance I get just because. And it's not that I, you know, just don't want to drive. It literally gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of social settings. I have a lot of social anxiety, which is crazy because I'm very outgoing. I have a big personality. Um. Always the first one to crack a joke, but I have poor
1: social anxiety yeah. a lot of the time. Um, Mostly in new situations, though. I think yeah. if you're already used to the place or the people, it's not as bad.
0: Grocery shopping gives me a lot of anxiety still From since I was pregnant with Michael. Um, like, I do 90% of my shopping online. A lot of people think it's because I'm lazy, and it's like, it's not because I'm lazy. It's just because, like... I don't know, like, going to the store and, like, them not having what I need or, like, yeah. not knowing what's there or not, like, going to a new store and, like, not knowing where everything is or it, it, I'd rather just sit, have my list, buy everything I need to get and then not have to drive to the store, not have to worry about parking, like, that's a whole thing, like...
1: Can we talk about how when we went to the gas station before the Kraken Fest that you got us a shitty tasting energy drink because the guy, was there was a guy behind Megan and she had so much anxiety that he was like waiting for her. She just picked the worst flavor energy drink and we were forced to drink it. I
0: know.
1: She couldn't wait. I told her you could have just walked behind him and like recreated the line. But nope, she picked an energy
0: drink. I just grabbed one and left. Like that's how I work. Like I just have horrible anxiety all the time. Like, I have a lot of, like, word vomit. And then you said you were like, it's not even that bad. (laughs) You didn't want to drink it either. Word vomit. um, I make horrible jokes, laugh at things that are, like, not funny, like, when I'm anxious. Like, the word vomit is out of control. Like...
1: Not gonna lie, that might be my favorite part of your anxiety because we have so many videos and, like, Interviews and stuff. When you just say things to like fill up the space, <laughs> it's just the
0: worst. Like when I did the baby mom, baby mama no drama, and she said she said the word dick, and I was like, I love dicks. And I was,
1: yeah, she said she was fuck. like they got banned from saying the word dick, and the Megan pops up and goes, I like dicks. And I was like, what? I know. I was like, oh, and then I'm looking
0: back, and I'm like, oh my. And God, no one what? responded so to I said it like kind of <laughs> under my breath. I was just, I don't know, like girl. Yeah, oh, I have. <laughs> Really bad anxiety, Rats. just, I'm just awkward, period, which doesn't help my anxiety because I'm just like awkward, ball of awkward, girl, I don't know. It's too funny. And then I'm like a caffeine addict too, which just puts my anxiety like over the 10, out of 10, over the roof, I don't know. It's just.
1: There was a meme the other day that uh, I saw, someone said I had anxiety and they were like, I'm going to drink an energy drink and see how high I can go today, the highest the score everyday. for today. Yeah. Literally
0: every day. Um, yeah. I just... Oh my God. And then my kids have seen me have a panic attack. And let me tell you, you want to talk about feeling like shit about yourself. It, and it happens, again, a lot when I'm driving, especially if the boys are just talking and talking and it's, like, raining outside. Mm-hmm. Or I have horrible night vision. Like, that's another reason why I don't like driving at night. Um, or in general. But I have horrible night vision. And, like, a lot of my vision, like, I can't see... Certain colors, like, on top of other colors, like, I really struggled to see, um, and the exit signs being one of them, like, the white and the green. If it was, like, white on black, I'd be able to see it better, but it just, I just can't fucking see And If the kids are talking or screaming or whatever, like,
1: try to keep it cool,
0: you know, but you can only do that for so long, especially if my anxiety is, like, already high that day. Mm-hmm.
1: You reach a breaking point. Like, you know?
0: I've literally pulled over the car. Like, Michael has seen me, like, shaking while I'm driving. And he's like, what's
1: wrong, Mommy? What's wrong? And I'm like, it's fine. It's
0: fine. Like, Mommy's fine. It's fine. And then, like, I'm, like, crying while I'm driving, and then I just have to pull over and just, like, cry, and I'm like, ugh, mm-hmm. scaring my kids, and it's like, <laughs> sorry. Like, ugh. But now my kids, like, joke about it. Like, oh, it's
1: just Mommy's anxiety. Yeah. I think oh, they're they're aware of what it is, and they know what it is. They just don't know, like, the seriousness is, They just put it off, like, if we're – you know, stressed about something, they're like, oh, you have anxiety today. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just, just you wait. Hopefully they don't have
0: to go through anything like that. That's the goal. But, um, it's definitely a topic we talk about, though. I'm, I'm not going to be the one, I don't want my kids to grow up and not know anything about mental health like I did. Yeah. You know, like, it's definitely a conversation we have, um, you know, especially with Michael, mm-hmm. um, with him, you know, going into middle school and stuff and, bullying and all that like just being open and honest and talking and about especially family. since it runs in the family uh you know I have it Travis doesn't have anything that you know he knows of. he's got high blood pressure but that doesn't have
1: wow <laughs> Wait to air that launching <laughs> for Travis
0: <laughs> but I mean I don't know if anyone on my dad's side does I mean again type 2 diabetes but that was self-inflicted
1: <laughs> that's for you Chris
0: but yeah I mean definitely be on the lookout and I don't want if they are feeling some type of way or anything like that like I want them to be able to you know come to me so if you know they are in middle school or high school or something and want to reach out and talk with therapist, you know we have that open line of communication and they know what to look out for as well yeah
1: and just the whole thing like now there's literally so many different avenues to talk to therapists or counselors like you could do it virtually now like mm-hmm. with COVID and stuff um, and they have, you know, the counselors in the schools or whatnot, they're really trying to make it. So like, if you need to talk to someone, it's available. And I've even found like times when I need to talk to someone, I'm like, are there free apps or something when like, I don't have the money to spend on it. And there's just like so many ways you just have to kind of like look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but ways in this day and age to actually seek the help that you need and affordable ways too. Because when I did get on that medication that I was like, oh, I'm going to be ending up paying, you know, an arm and a leg just to have mental health or mental help. um, it ended up being super affordable, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, they are, you know, there are people out there who are trying to help people get on the right track and have people being able to seek medications and someone to talk to without being like, I can't do it because I can't afford it. Because that's a lot of things that people say. They're like, I can't afford it. That was my
0: excuse for a really long time too.
1: Your mental health is important. Like you mm -hmm. need to be able to figure out how to afford it and just like find these places that will help you out. Um, Because there are people out there that will.
0: Yeah, definitely uh, talk about it find someone to talk about it to. I mean, anybody talk to write it down, talk to your mom, talk to, you know, reach out. If you know someone who is struggling with mental health, reach out. I mean, I'm telling you like just, and they might not respond and show them some grace there. You know, they might be going through it, but you know, just a text, Hey, I'm thinking of you. How are you feeling today? Yeah. Can be the difference of, you know, night and day to them. So, um, and if you are a mom or dad, you know, struggling with mental health, just realize it's more common than you know, and it's okay. Like, I know for a while, you know, it could come off as weak because, you know, your mom, your dad, you know, you're supposed to be strong, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, and and it's not. You know, we all go through it. Doesn't matter what the reasoning may be, you know, reach out. It's okay. We love you, and you'll get through it. You'll get the help if you need help. Reach out to a friend, you know. That's it. We all go through it. We are very open. You know, like I said, if you're not following us on social media, we do talk about, it, especially me. because Sometimes, you know, it's the only way I get it out. And, you know, do you need help? Get help. Don't be afraid to get help.
1: Yes, we will try to see if we can attach some links that we were able to find. Um, I think we'll be able to attach it on YouTube. So if you do want to find it, it'll be through YouTube. Um, I'm not sure if we can attach it through a podcast. Um, but I've definitely found lots of resources that can help people that are free or super low cost, um, and you don't even need insurance for it as well. Yep.
0: We have to cut this one kind of short. We have to go pick up Bryce from school. Um, so we will catch you guys in the next one, and maybe do a part two. If you guys have any questions or want us to elaborate on anything else, um, comment below if you guys are on YouTube, yes. and maybe we'll do a part two since this one was so short and there is so much to unpack with mental health. Yes, ma'am.
1: Other than that, we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.